I'm here. I'm here. Welcome back to the Doggy Juice Pod. This is episode number 158, Thursday, February 1st, 2024. And thank you for making the Doggy Juice Pod a part of your week. We're one month into the new year already, and our Super Bowl matchup is set, a rematch from last year. The San Francisco 49ers set to take on the Kansas City Chiefs in Las Vegas on February 11th. The Niners are two-point consensus favorites after the game opened Niners two and a half. Then we saw some initial Chiefs money uh, to drive the line down to one. The Niners getting as low as minus 112 on the money line at some spots. Before we saw the line jump back up to where it is now, we saw some Niners money come in, now it's sitting at two consensus. Lots of time for this one to settle in, especially with uh, some public money set to hit the market the weekend of the big game. But very clear at this point that, that the line's going to be hopping around in between uh, Niners pick'em and Niners uh, laying two and a half in that range. We only have one game left in the NFL season, sadly. And there's, of course, going to be a ton of people out there with uh, with 49ers and Chiefs futures wagers out there and waiting to be cashed after the big game. And if you're holding a futures bet on either Super Bowl team, obviously, you know, your, your betting ticket has strong equity heading into the Super Bowl, you know, depending on where you bet it, of course, or, or sorry, when you bet it. If you bet it preseason, obviously, uh, likely a better line, although the Chiefs midseason uh, – dipped uh, below their preseason line as well. But either way, you're in a nice spot if you have a futures bet uh, on these teams. And of course, you'll need the team you bet on to win the big game to win in order to cash your ticket. But what if you wanted to cash on your futures bets now before the game? This is a perfect time as any to talk about secondary betting markets. And I couldn't have asked for a better person to come on the pod this week as a guest then Zach Doctor, CEO of WagerWire, an exciting secondary market platform. I first met Zach and his co-founders, Travis and Guy, when they pitched their product to me uh, during my play-up days uh, almost three years ago now, which is crazy to think uh, think about. But I 100% believe in their concept and their energy uh, back that day when I met them was infectious. Um, since then, I've become friends with them, and I've been fortunate enough to, to join the WagerWire team as a consultant and advisor uh, for almost a year and a half now, helping them with affiliate licensing, operational strategy, uh, some compliance stuff, and content creation. And I truly believe that that they're going to be offering a solution that's sorely needed in the sports betting space. And Zach and I sat down Thursday morning to talk about this need in the space and why WagerWire is the perfect answer for bridging the gap uh, and introducing buyers and sellers in the secondary sports betting market. So, of course, it's it's a perfect time to talk about this stuff right now with the Super Bowl approaching and March Madness just around the corner. So, without further ado, let's jump to my interview with the CEO of WagerWire, Zach Doctor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's an absolute honor and pleasure to bring on a guy that I've been working with in some capacity for, for almost three years now, and someone who I'm happy to call a friend as well, Zach Doctor. How's it going, Zach? Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me on. This is a long time coming, I feel like. Yeah, it's been great Been great getting to know you and working with you in the industry, and now it's exciting to come on uh, Doggy Juice here. Yeah, no, it's an, an honor to bring you on, and uh, let's get right to it. Let's, let's share the, with the audience here a little bit about your background. Obviously, you're based out in L.A., you got a crazy travel schedule coming up as well with the conferences and stuff, but uh, yeah, let everyone know like wh- where you're from and and uh, I guess like yeah, where where you're coming from, where where you've been. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. A little bit about me. Um, so I'm, you know, one of the three co-founders of WagerWire and my buddies, Travis and Guy, my co-founders, we were all UCLA buddies going way back. So I, I grew up in California. I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. I've uh, been, you know, a Niner fan my whole life. So, you know, already starting to stress for next weekend. But um, yeah, basically grew up in the Bay Area, went down to UCLA and then stuck around in LA ever since. So I'm still in LA to this day. And this is where we, you know, founded WagerWire out of. And that's what eventually brought it, brought us to meeting you. Um, and yeah, happy to get into the WagerWire story as well. Yeah, no, it's 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 really an exciting one because it, you know the, the secondary market when it comes to sports betting it solves a lot of things a lot of pain points in the industry and you guys are bringing a lot of those pain points to the forefront too uh, really how some of these existing sportsbook operators are giving you cash out offers that are that are pennies on the dollar and at the end of the day it's just the, the idea and it's it's perfect for this time of year because the Super Bowl is coming up, of course. But you know, you can make a you know hundred hundred to one wager on on Team X at the start of the year, and they start season eight and zero, and and of course their their true odds are not a hundred to one. You have equity in that ticket, but right now the the existing landscape for legal sports betting doesn't really allow an easy opportunity for for betters to to cash in on that, and trade in and out of positions. And I know that's a lot of what you guys are thinking, but. Um, so I think it's a perfect time to talk about that because we you know, the Super Bowl coming up and the March Madness coming up as well. It's it really uh, you know, helps solve the need and, and the secondary market provides an opportunity for for both sides, to, you know, a buyer and a seller to come together. So yeah, I guess I, I'd like to know more about like you know how how your idea came to be with you know, with with Guy and Travis and and what your thoughts are on the secondary market and, and how you know it's it's something that I think probably everyone needs to know a little bit more about. So if you don't mind like educating the people on, on, on you know, on your thoughts. For sure. Absolutely, man. I mean, you did a pretty good job right there selling it. <laughs> right. So I think you know, it shows that you've uh, been, been along for the ride here with us. Uh, yeah, but that's exactly right. So, you know, the way to think about it is, yeah, you, you know, you can now you can sell your bet at a fair price. And I use that term at a fair price, you know, intentionally, because the, like you mentioned, the sports books have been starting to offer this, you know, this cash out feature, over the last couple of years where they'll offer you like, you know, that forfeit price on your bed, you know, take it or leave it. Here's the price. And, you know, we've been studying that very closely. Those offers are often 50 cents on the dollar of what your bet is really worth. You know, the high end is probably 80% of kind of like the full value. And the way you can kind of think about the value of a bet is like in your example. So, you know, if you bet on a team at 20 to one at the start of the year, you put a hundred bucks on it. So you're, you know, your ticket's going to win two grand. Now, fast forward, those odds are down, you know, to maybe just plus 200 or something, you know, just for the sake of example, someone today would have to bet significantly more in order to win that two, that two grand, right? They would probably, they'd have to bet, you know, 600 bucks in my example. So you can think of your bet being worth what someone would have to bet today in order to win the same payout. And so um, there's this nice sweet spot there in the middle where the seller gets to get a better deal than what the cash out is offering. And the buyer gets to get a little bit of a discount off of, you know, the odds that the that the market is currently offering. And we know, I mean, you preach price sensitivity um, and, you know, I'm glad you do, because I think not too many people in the space really preach the fundamentals the same way you do. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, people go halfway around the world to get an extra point uh, on a line or, you know, to get it to get to get plus 100 instead of minus 110. Um, so if you can get if you if sellers are willing to offload at a slight discount, I think that gives a big advantage. You know, buyers are really excited to be to be getting that, you know, positive edge. 
And then, um, yeah, rolling back to how we thought of this is really it was a kind of happenstance on the couch watching a football game. I think as most as most good sports betting ideas happen on the couch, <laughs> I was still roommates with Travis at the time. Uh, we were roommates for actually like seven or eight years post-college. We had a little, uh, you know, little bachelor pad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bachelor pad situation in West L.A. with like four of our buddies and by the end of it, like we had, you know, three live-in girlfriends as well by the end of it. And we were like, it's probably about, it's probably about time to get our own places. But uh, yeah, this is probably 2018, 2019, because it was right around when, you know, the, the buzz around PASPA getting overturned was like starting to be more prominent. Um, and so, but yeah, but I had placed a bet before the game. It was actually on a single game is where we kind of thought up the use case. But then I think futures and parlays end up being a really good use case for it. But I had placed a bet before the game. Uh, I think it was a Packers game on a Thursday night. Travis got home late from work and the Packers were already up a couple touchdowns. And so I think the line moved from, you know, the in-game line had moved from the pre-match was minus three. It was up to like minus 10. He didn't want to ride. He didn't want to put in the minus 10. He just, you know, wanted to root for the same outcome as me because he didn't want to kind of like middle himself where he loses and I win and then he has a bad time. Um, so he went only 50 bucks and we just kind of like figured out the split of the payout, but we had that light bulb moment that like, Hey, you, you know, you should be able to buy into your friend's bet. And when you really game that out, it's not just, it doesn't have to be your friend's bet. Like you should be able to trade bets as an asset class, right? Like you own this, you own this bet. It's your property. It has value that goes up and down. Like you should be able to trade that. And it could be your, your buddy on the couch buying it. It could be Joe Schmo in New Jersey that you don't, you know, that you don't even know, uh, across the country buying it. Or, you know, maybe you'd even buy into an influencer's ticket and ride it all and, you know, group ride a bet together or something like that. You know, it kind of creates all this new optionality and just like new ways to play. And also, I think, has a little bit more of like a social experience, too. Like, you know, like how we how we came up with it, where you're like riding a bet with your buddies. So uh, that was kind of the origin story. And then we started noodling on it and kind of business planning. I was in finance at the time um, and started thinking it through and doing some, you know, writing kind of like a white paper business plan. And then come 2020, 2020 I guess 2021, because then COVID was in the middle there and kind of, you know, slowed things down. But yeah. 2021, we started, we were like, look, the real, the, the real way to do this properly is to actually partner with the sports books. Um, because if you want to bring this to scale, like, look, could we try to start our own exchange and try to fight the big books and, you know, fight them head on? Sure, uh, that's a tough battle as we're seeing from a lot of these a lot of these guys that are trying to take the the big ones head on. We took the approach of no, we'd rather bring this functionality to the existing sports books and then give it as a feature that they could roll out to their users. Um, and so that's when we started talking to operators and just trying to gauge their interests if this is something they would like. And I think you know, PlayUp was one of the one of the first ones we actually talked to, and and that's when we met you back in the uh, compliance days at PlayUp there. No, yeah, we're coming <laughs> up on a three year anniversary of that too, which is like crazy to think about. But like, yeah, for me, it was like your guys' energy too, like on the interest enthusiasm for this concept is really what stood out to me at the time, and I it's been fun for me to just watch your story unfold the past three years since that that's happened. I'm happy to have played like a small part in, in it as well, and I, I just think you guys solved such a big need, like even a, a partial cash out situation, not a partial, a partial sale sale of a, of your ticket. You know, if you're if you got like a big expensive Super Bowl ticket and you want to make some money off of it, you know, it's we're flawed human beings. Some people want to uh, make a profit on something too, and maybe you're even willing to give up a little bit of your your EV just to to lock in a profit. And it, that's that someone else is it, someone else is happy to take advantage of that uh, on the other side too. So mm-hmm. I think that it's such a need in the space that you guys are solving. And 
And I'll, I'll also add, like, you're, you're, the WageWire app is up and running. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about, like, where you guys stand right now. And then there's actually an exciting example right now playing out in real time with a guy who's got a crazy $5 bet that he's already looking to sell that's, like, poised to make some big money. Can you discuss that a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So kind of, yeah, kind of rolling the clock up to, to like present day wager wire. We do have our app is in the app store. Check it out. iOS and uh, Google play. Um, it right now it works as like a portfolio tool for, for betters. So you can sync your accounts in there. You can sync your FanDuel, your DraftKings, your MGM, your Caesars, get it all in one place. I think that's kind of like step one is how we thought about it is create this portfolio and then we have tools for the betters in there. So you have, you know, odds comparison screens. So you can see, you know, which book has the best odds on the, on, you know, any given line. We have content in there. We have analytics. We have portfolio analytics, which I think is important because the books actually really go out of their way to not show you what your records are. Um, if you've ever noticed, like they bury the bet slip in the back. Your transaction log is like only 30, only goes 30 days back a lot of times. You can't even see further than that. Yeah. So we're like, you know, that's all very intentional um, so that you don't realize how much money you're losing and you keep playing. We're not here. We're taking a different approach. Like we think for a more sustainable industry, first of all, and just to provide a better experience for people that we want to be on the better side. And WagerWire is in a unique position where we don't profit off your losses the same way a sportsbook does, right? We just want trades on the marketplace and there's a small processing fee on the trades, but we would love for you to win your bets. Um, And in fact, like I think if you buy a bet on WagerWire and it goes on to win, you're going to be much more likely to come back. So I'd be very thrilled for for you to win your bets. Um, And so we've taken that approach and so we provide educational content, things like that. Um, And we do, you know, a lot of, a lot of content in the social media space. You've been on a couple of our Twitter spaces to yeah. talk about, you know, the legal, what's going on in the legal realm. So, uh, so that's a lot of what we have going on right now. We also then just launched our bet trading um, in a free to play with Stations Casino, mm-hmm. and then which is STN Play, and then we also just launched real money trading with Pickums, you know, DFS Pickums, those player prop parlays with this company called Real Time Fantasy Sports. So that's actually our first bet, our first trading uh, marketplace out in the wild. Actually, we just launched it for the NFL playoffs. So I would highly encourage people, uh, if you're listening, you know, check out the WagerWire app. But if you want to actually start trading now, you're gonna have you're gonna head over to RT Sports, and the links are in our app, or you can head to rtsports.com and uh, and and do it there. There's a, basically a, a marketplace embedded on their site now that when you click it up, you can you can trade around. And it's going really well. It's fun, right? You hit a, you hit your first leg of, of your pick'em, and you can flip out of it. You're in the money. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're in the money exactly. So it kind of changes the game actually. And so we see a lot of activity during the games. Obviously, is where most of the trading activity goes on for those. But lines are already up. There's already player prop lines up for the Super Bowl. So strategy I've been doing right now is putting in like a basketball game tonight, and then throwing in a couple NFL, you know, a couple Super Bowl uh, props. And then if you hit the one tonight, you're like already in the money and you can decide like, hey, maybe I'll maybe I'll sell it. Maybe I'll ride it. Um, and you kind of have like nice optionality that you are that you didn't have before. But you can kind of like get yourself in the money by hitting a prop to, you know, and then over the course of the next week heading into the Super Bowl. So, yeah. So people could find the, that link on the WagerWire app by downloading it. And they also have a nice sign up offer, too, I believe. Right. Real time sports. Like if you like they match you, uh, it's up like two hundred dollar match. Correct me if I'm wrong something like that. That's right. That's right, man. Yeah. Good. Uh, you're, you're, you're a good professional at this. I forgot to mention the, I forgot to mention the promo. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So when you sign up for RT sports, you use the deposit code. It's you sign up first. And then when you go to deposit, there's a deposit code. You use wager wire as your deposit code and you get a hundred percent match up to 200 bucks. 
Um, and it's not actually one and done. You can do that. You could just deposit 25 today. And then if you're having fun or you want to put more in, you can use the code again. You can use it up to like an aggregate of 200. It's not like a one and done, like a lot of this, not like a lot of the Sportswick ones are. So yeah, so we've got that going on. Um, and then you teased, you teased earlier about this crazy ticket. Yeah. I would, I would love to talk about the crazy ticket while I saw a few more minutes here. Please do. Um, yeah. So one of the cool things about the, you know, people come and use the WagerWire app, they sync their accounts in, and then, um, you know, they want to see the value of their bets. So th- there's one user of ours who came to us with this crazy parlay he placed uh, before, well before the NFL season start. It's a, it's a parlay on the NFL awards honors. So it's like MVP, offensive player of the year, defensive, and then offensive and defensive rookie. So it's a five leg parlay. Five dollars to win six hundred and eighty thousand, um, which is just kind of nuts, honestly. <laughs> like you see these big tickets on social media a lot, but usually they bet, you know, at least a few hundred bucks, or sometimes you even notice they bet a thousand to win four hundred thousand or something. Yeah, no, like this guy, only, he only put five five dollar bet. So like this is the long shot of all long shots, and um, but he's got all the favorites. So by fast forward to now, the voting is actually already happened. So books aren't even taking bets on this anymore. Uh, which also creates a, another use case for WagerWire because he actually can't hedge this bet if he wanted to because the markets aren't even up. Yeah. So uh, what he has, though, is all the favorites. So it's Lamar Jackson for MVP. It's Christian McCaffrey for offensive. Um, it's CJ Stroud for offensive rookie. And then the two that I'd be a little more nervous about if I were him is Miles Garrett for defensive player mm-hmm. and um, Jalen Carter for defensive rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, those got those were, I think those legs were only like minus 200 when the, when the voting closed. So they're the close, they're the closest, but when we plugged it into our betting calculator, um, that bet was worth $200,000, uh, <laughs> based on the current odds. So, uh, it's matured quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, like I said, like you can't hedge it. Like what can you do? FanDuel is not offering him a cash out. And we actually reached out to FanDuel because we're like, you know, we're in talks with them about plugging in the marketplace. And they said, sorry, like, you know, the risk engine isn't assigning a cash out. Like it is what it is. So luckily Martwan, um, his name is Martwan, by the way, who has the ticket out of Arizona, truck driver out of Arizona. Awesome guy. Really nice guy. He actually, he's happy to ride it. Um, he would, he's fielding offers though. So if anyone listening is interested, uh, I think he would part for it for like low, I think six figures is what he's looking for. He turned down 50 grand, which wow. felt too low when it's worth yeah. you know, 200. Um, but, but really it's just a cool story. I think it really just shows people the power of the marketplace and what this really does for people, how it unlocks value and how it creates a, you know, a utility for betters because, um, you know, before now he would have been, you know, really in a, like just a let it ride or, 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 you know, what are you going to do? You know, yeah, um, so, yeah, whatever the results are, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame because yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, something he can earn on. Uh, but then we, uh, you know, we tweeted that out and it, it kind of went viral on social media. You know, Darren Ravel picked it up and VR betting and action network and kind of all the, all the usual suspects. So uh, I think Dave Purdom even put it in one of his write-ups yeah. on ESPN the other week. So um, you know, we like these stories. If anyone does have a crazy ticket, also uh, come we'll help find us. Yeah, I mean, Martwan's getting interviewed by the New York Post right now, and there's going to be an article about him. Like, so, like, if you want to have your little 15 minutes of fame, uh, if you've got a crazy ticket you're sitting on, hit us up, and we'll make some noise about it, and we'll get you get your name out there. Uh, but yeah, that's so we're really excited for that. We're actually going to be 
in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl festivities, and we're going to be hanging out with Martuan uh, while the award ceremony goes on. You can't go to the award ceremony. It's very lock and key. It's like a red, it's like a red carpet event, but it's going on at the Resorts World Hotel, and we're going to go to the Resorts World uh, sports book and just like watch it unfold from there. Yeah, you imagine Martuan at the at the actual event, and they do the final announcements. Like, why is this guy going so crazy in the back? <laughs> right, right, right. They like pan to the crowd, and it's just Martuan going nuts. Uh, yeah, uh, that's awesome too. And I, yeah, I want to I want to respect your time here too. So let's you're a Niners fan. Let's talk Super Bowl and close it out with that. I, I know you. You're a lifelong Niners fan. You got that the Jerry Rice jersey in the background of your office whenever we do calls. Um, what are your thoughts on the Super Bowl? There's some Niners money coming in. They're you know, they're they're the favorite. Uh, you're laying two points now. Do you think they're going to get the revenge, or what, how do you see the Super Bowl playing out? Yeah, I mean, it's all it's honestly always tougher for me to like handicap games where my like heart is involved. You know, um, with the Niners, I try to avoid them honestly, but. I think the matchup is okay for us. I know. I mean, I've seen, I, yeah, the lines moved around a little bit. Uh, I try to think of it more from kind of like, you know, positional matchups and things like that too. Like I do know that we're, we do sometimes struggle against mobile quarterbacks. So I'm a little worried about Mahomes' ability to evade, evade the pressure and get out of the mm-hmm. pocket. And also, you know, as people have, a lot of people have been pointing out now, we're kind of weak against the outside run. Mm-hmm. as well and I know Pacheco does uh you know sometimes break off to the outside so you know a little bit nervous to be honest with you um but what I what I like though is that you know I do think the Ravens you know say what you want about their game plan but they did actually they were able to pass on the Chiefs better than a lot of teams have been the Chiefs have been really good against um number one receivers I saw a crazy stat that said that they kept uh, all but one number one receiver all year under their season average of yards, wow. which was kind of interesting. But then Zay Flowers actually had a really good game, and I thought they kind of exposed some some um, some opportunity in the intermediate to deep passing game. So I think it could be a Purdy game out here. Actually, um, he really stepped up in the second half of that, and he's coming in kind of hot to it. So. I like I like some of the I like some of the props actually on on the Niners side of uh, some of the overs on you know maybe Purdy passing yards, um, and then if I'm picking a side I'm going with my boys but I don't I don't necessarily feel like there's a ton of value there like sure. yeah. you know you're fading Mahomes you know you don't want to fade Mahomes too many times you know as a better I think it's kind of like back in the day, like Brady days where it's like the line. It looks like there's value against yeah. him, but like you still don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I hate myself on for taking the Ravens last week, and yeah, it's, it's so hard betting against Mahomes. But uh, yeah, this is a true yeah. flip. The market saying too. So so yeah. So you, you want to have a bet on the side, but you do think that you, you want to give like a final score prediction or something like that to just go on record. Yeah, I mean, I look. I think Niners. I I will be betting on the Niners to win and cover um, and then some player props. So I would probably go with, but I don't think it's going to be like a super high scoring game. I'd maybe go with, um, you know, a, a 24, 21, a, a 27, 21, something like that. Um, so kind of like, I do expect it to be a, an intense battle. Like it's not going to be easy points out there in, in my opinion, but we'll, we'll see. Good. Awesome stuff, man. Really appreciate you coming on and uh, yeah, where can everyone find you on, on, on social media? You want to plug your stuff really quick? Yeah, absolutely. So for WagerWire itself, you know, you can check us out at wagerwire.com in the app store. Um, on Twitter, we're at WagerWire. And then on TikTok and Instagram, we're at WagerWire Live, all one word. And then 
me personally, I do hop on the Twitter myself as well. And I am um, WagerWire CEO, you know, Zach Doctor. It's at WagerWire CEO. So yeah, come give us a follow, jump in the community, hop in a space. You know, we're like, we're very open uh, to new people coming and, and hanging out with us. We're, I feel like we're a good hang on social media. We try to be. So uh, encourage anyone listening to, to come hang out. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks, man. Really appreciate you coming on and everyone give, give Zach a follow and, and uh, safe travels, man. I know you got a lot coming on, on your plate and uh, best of luck with, with everything you got going on at Wagewire and best of luck with the Super Bowl. All right. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on and um, thanks everyone for listening and yeah, we'll see you on the other side of this. Thank you so much, Zach, for coming on. Everyone listening, be sure to download the Wagewire app. It's unique. It's slick. And it's a great way for you to keep tabs in your portfolio of Super Bowl prop bets and and just to have in your tool belt heading into March Madness and just moving forward. Uh, just having it as part of your arsenal is, is really a great thing uh, as a better. And speaking of Super Bowl props, that's going to be the focus on next week's episode of the Dog and Juice Pod. I'll be back with a deeper dive into the big game from a matchup perspective. And I'll look at a few prop bets that I will uh, I'll be making or already will have made. And hopefully we can uncover some nice value heading into the big game. As a general rule, as I've said in previous years, if you're looking to play overs, you probably want to bet earlier. If you're looking to play unders, you probably want to uh, bet later. Uh, Same with yes-no props. Be aware that the public loves betting the yes props, uh, not so much on the no, which sometimes opens up some nice value on the no uh, on some game props or player props uh, as well. So, So if you're going over in yes, you probably want to attack it earlier. If you're going under in no, you probably want to wait. That's just a general general uh, rule of thumb heading into the big game. I can feel it all the way down in my plums, getting all swollen. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Doggy Juice Pod. As always, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Doggy Juice. And if you enjoyed listening to this, all I ask is you just send it to a friend, someone you think might be interested in learning more about the latest in state-by-state sports betting legalization or just how to become a sharper sports better during these very exciting times in the industry. If you have five or ten seconds and you can leave a quick five-star rating on Apple, that's always appreciated, or even a, a, a review with some feedback. I always love getting feedback. Let me know what you think about the pod or anything we could do to improve it or things you're enjoying about it. I love getting that. So anything you could help do to spread the word, provide feedback, spread the love, it's very much appreciated. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Good luck on your action this weekend, and I'll talk to you all again next week when we dive into Super Bowl props. Doggy Juice out. Juice out.